What up, Rin Crew Army and New Japan fans? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Shadows, and we are going to continue our talk and review of New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence that happened at the LA Coliseum on August 14th. Again, that was show of the year. No other wrestling pay-per-view compares to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, and I hope that you definitely enjoyed the show, whether you attended live in Los Angeles or you watched it home with the rest of the world and you also enjoyed these review episodes. And if you did enjoy these review episodes, all you have to do is just tell a friend. Tell a friend to listen to the Square Circle Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This podcast episode of the Square Circle Podcast will be going over the amazing surprise return of the Kingpin, Will Ospreay, and talking about the tag team match of the Good Brothers versus John Moxley and a partner of his choosing, along with another surprise confrontation happening at the end of that match. So Will Ospreay is back. Will Ospreay is back in the States and he has come to the ring to inform us that he is medically cleared to wrestle, which I'm happy about. I'm ecstatic about. Thankfully, he's medically cleared. Let's just see how well his neck holds up as he begins to challenge other indie wrestlers, go to other wrestling promotions, whether it's Ring of Honor, Impact, AW. And even doing the New Japan Strong tapings. Let's see how well his neck can definitely hold up. He has been putting on a little bit more muscle on his frame. So the more muscle that he adds on, especially to his neck and shoulder areas, it can definitely help him in the long run. Aside from being medically cleared, he also states that he is the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He never lost that belt, so therefore he believes that he is the real champion while Shingo Takagi all the way in New Japan Pro Wrestling is the interim champion and that he wants New Japan management to acknowledge him as real champion. Will Ospreay also made it a point to say that while he broke his neck for the company, John Moxie, who's held the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title for a year, never got stripped of his title. Yet, because Osprey went out on injury, he got stripped of his title. Osprey is definitely not wrong in that regards. Osprey also mentioned in that promo that he will not be entering the G1. Osprey wants to solidify his legacy as IWGP champion, the real champion, the one that has never been pinned or submitted for that belt, only injury to take him out and go around the States and wrestle the best of the best, including people in his hometown, such as Doug Williams. He says that the wrestling companies left a key under the mat. So he might just take that key and open up these doors and challenge the very best that these companies have to offer. So if you were to ask me which company I will want to see Will Ospreay wrestle in, it's definitely going to be AEW, but he called AEW, AEW Dweebs. And I would like to see him wrestle in Impact. There's a couple guys there that can definitely match well with him. We could get a Chris Bay versus Will Ospreay. We could have Will Ospreay over in Ring of Honor to take on any of their guys. 
Hell, Will Ospreay can even come to the Indies in New Jersey, whether it's TCW or IWA, to face the very best in the world, Mr. Too Good himself, JD Alpha. And obviously, Will Ospreay can fight the young guys on New Japan Strong and definitely help them out a little bit more because he believes that New Japan Strong wouldn't survive without him and Will Ospreay just has this chip on his shoulder when it comes to the New Japan Strong guys and think that if New Japan had to rely on New Japan Strong guys, that no one would really watch, which is inaccurate. So when Will Ospreay returns to New Japan Pro Wrestling, especially on Resurgence, that was a big thing. No one knew what was happening. He even said that management didn't know he was going to show up. But it was just him showing up and not the rest of the team. His team is the United Empire. And when all of them were in Japan and doing the tours, they looked dominant. They looked at their peak level and they almost rivaled Bullet Club just based on all the wins they were racking up. It felt great. Everything was coming together and the story was there. You had Aaron Hanare as the ultimate weapon and he was getting momentum and having wonderful matches. You had Jeff Cobb, who was surprising everybody with his standing moonsault and taking names and kicking asses. You have the Great Okan, which is a very polarizing figure because if he's tag teaming with Jeff Cobb, the chemistry is there. If he's doing singles matches, the chemistry is there. So Will Ospreay gathered a bunch of amazing wrestlers that could tell amazing stories and they all work well with each other they all have this undeniable chemistry with each other now with the way that things are where this forbidden door is open some could pass through some wants to stay over there i bet that jeff cobb and the great okan new japan pro wrestling has major stories for them and those two could definitely be in the g1 over there in japan However, it seems like New Japan Pro Wrestling and maybe the United Empire is forgetting about Hinare. I did hear that New Zealand is back on lockdown. I'm not too sure if that's the truth or not, but we all miss Hinare. We all miss him wrestling and we want New Japan Pro Wrestling to at least bring him over to Japan. He could like quarantine for two weeks again or at least ship him out to the States and have him with Osprey and the rest of the guys so that way he can have like a mini excursion out here in the United States. I would definitely pay to go to an event and pay for a meet and greet with Aaron Hinare. I would. But aside from that... Will Ospreay just shows up by himself, says what he says in his promo, starts some shit with the Young Lions and also the New Japan Strong roster, including TJP, which TJP was the voice of reason, what it looked like to be the voice of reason. So we have this story unfolding. Will Ospreay is saying that he is the real champion and he's going to go around the indies and also the companies and face the very best of the best and even help out new japan strong because he believes that without him it won't be nothing nobody's really going to tune in however what is happening with the united empire are we going to see a united empire reunion down here in the states sometime soon after jeff cobb and the great okan are done with their 
tour dates and then maybe we could get Hinari over here. Like if Will Osprey really wants to be the leader of this group, he probably should have rethought about returning at a New Japan Pro Wrestling show in Japan and not at Resurgence at the LA Coliseum here in the States. You don't go and leave your boys hanging, especially when those athletes gave everything to make the United Empire work. This Will Osprey is cocky and overconfident. You could tell by the way that he dressed, the way that he presented himself when he came out, the disrespect to the locker room, including all of the New Japan Pro Wrestling strong guys that were there. Osprey really thinks he's above everybody. So this is why I question if United Empire is still going to be around. Because when they were a unit, Will Osprey really didn't think of himself or act like he's above everybody else. Because he came back from injury, it definitely feels like he is untouchable now. Let's see how this all plays out with Will Ospreay being here in the States, carrying around that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title, and see if he might put that on the line against certain wrestlers here in the States. Here's my fantasy booking to get this whole storyline over here in the States, even though us American fans are going to eat up the Will Ospreay storyline of that he is the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So... Osprey is going to go to every promotion that he sees fit. He's going to wrestle the very best of the best and make the case that he is always the winner. And this is why he is the champion. This is why New Japan Pro Wrestling entrusted him to be the forerunner of New Japan Pro Wrestling, bringing it overseas and showing the American people why New Japan Pro Wrestling is one of the best wrestling companies in the world today. So the more wins he racks up, the better his story will be, the better case he will have for us to believe that he is truly real champion like he claims. Now, let's keep doing this a little bit longer, maybe until Wrestle Kingdom, maybe until the anniversary show. Now, over on the Japan side, Shingo Takagi is going to need to rack up his own wins in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But let's not only make it New Japan Pro Wrestling, let's make it NOAA. Let's make it All Japan Pro Wrestling as well. The other promotions within Japan, because if Shingo cannot travel over here, then let's do that over there. The more wins that Shingo has over there in Japan as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the bigger the argument would be, the better the case would be. And eventually when we get to either Wrestle Kingdom or the anniversary show of New Japan Pro Wrestling, let Will Ospreay versus Shingo one last time to see who is the true and real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, that would be amazing if we can get Shingo over here to the States and have that match here in honor of... Us fans being the very best. I would love to see Will Ospreay wrestle live and I would love to see Shingo Takagi wrestle live as well. So that would be my way of how to book it and see how it goes. Because right now it's going to be really hard to try and do this. I'm a better real world champion than Shingo Takagi is because Shingo right now is recovering from COVID, unfortunately. So that's slowing him down. 
And what's happening over in Japan is also slowing down the events. So if we are really thinking about this, the bigger picture, it's going to be one-sided. And obviously, Will Ospreay will get his point across as him being the real champion. Will Ospreay is going to get his point across of being this overconfident hockey of a wrestler taking down everyone in his path. And it's just not going to look right. I would like an even playing field where Shingo gets in his argument as well. But we'll see how it happens. But that is my little mini booking of how this storyline can go. I'm all for this Will Ospreay storyline. Before he got injured, I was with him. I was on the bandwagon to see what Will Ospreay can create with his team, the United Empire. Maybe after October over in Japan, once everyone is done with the G1 tour over there, maybe we'll have Jeff Cobb come over here to the States. Maybe we'll have the great Okan come over here to the States. And maybe we'll have Hanari come over here to the States. And so that way the United Empire can be strong over here. The fans will love them. They'll be super over. And we could definitely see how this Will Ospreay and the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title story will unfold. Other than Will Ospreay shocking New Japan fans and fans all over the world by showing up on New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence, we also had a tag match that followed right after it. The Good Brothers, who are the Impact Tag Team Champions, wrestled against John Moxley and a partner of his choosing. So John Moxley decides to choose Yuji Nagata to be his partner here against the Good Brothers. I honestly do not see the appeal of the Good Brothers. I just don't get it. I don't get the hype of Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, even if they were former members of the Bullet Club and any other club that they decided to form. Like, I don't get it. And usually I'm open about a lot of things. Like, they have a sense of humor that normally I'll get along with. Normally I'll laugh with and probably add on to it. But at this point, it's just chow humor and toilet humor that's just like grow up a little bit in terms of their fighting inside the ring i think that it could be a little bit better and not so formula like and the psychology lately has not been there their psychology has been off especially on aw dynamite where they wrestled and there was an incident where the referee was distracted only for them to throw in the belt for the belt to be used rather than throwing the belt at the referee so that way the continuation of the distraction can happen and whatever dirty tactic they were going to do, they could just do it. Like, the psychology was just off in that match on Dynamite. Anyway, this match here in New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence was okay. Again, I'm going to say it on this podcast that I am not a fan of John Moxley. John Moxley is a hit or miss for me, depending on what he is doing. Depending on what situation he's in, he's just a hit or miss for me. The match was okay. The one big highlight of the match was that John Moxley started taking out chairs and other weapons and they set the chair up and in comes the good brothers picks up john moxley does the magic killer on john moxley onto the chair and he is out for the rest of the match leaving yuji nagata by himself to battle car anderson and doc gallows 
While Nagata is one tough son of a bitch to be in this match, he did not last too long against the two members of the Good Brothers. So unfortunately, the Good Brothers managed to pick up the victory against John Moxley and Yuji Nagata. But that's not all. After the Good Brothers defeated John Moxley and Nagata, they take to the mic, had some words to say post-match. The mic didn't want to work. So my joke there is that Dick Togo has something to do with the mic not working at Resurgence. Togo works in mysterious ways. If he's able to get evil over with shutting off the light and going after Shingo Takagi, he's able to pull the plug and not have the good sisters talk their shit. And out came the gorillas of destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. We have been waiting for this moment forever. And their banter back and forth on Twitter has been flawless against the good sisters. Carl Anderson talks a lot of shit. He talks a lot of nothing that he thinks is substance, but there's nothing there. It's like that Tom McDonald song, I Hate Hip Hop, where he says... Say so much and don't say nothing. A bunch of garbage in your lines. Say so much and don't say nothing. Bunch of garbage in your lines. That's exactly what Carl Anderson has been doing for the past month. Talking shit, not backing up. He even said he'll slap Tama. So Tama went there personally with his brother as backup. Because you know you're going to need backup anytime the elite is around. So... He went there, got into the ring, got right up in Carl Anderson's face, and even gave him his cheek. What did Carl Anderson do? Carl Anderson did nothing like a bitch. Didn't even slap him. And you guys know that when Thomas says something, he's going to do it. He shows you through actions. Thomas doesn't back down like Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson definitely sold out after he jumped ship from New Japan Pro Wrestling over to WWE and then from WWE to TNA and then now coming back home wanting some type of hero's welcome on the New Japan roster. No. But then again, the Good Sisters never cared and did whatever they wanted since coming back. But then again, the Good Sisters do whatever they want and did whatever they want ever since coming back to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And now they hold the tag team titles in Impact Wrestling. And now we need to see what happens next. Obviously, Carl Anderson did not slap Tama Tonga, even though Tama was like, here's my cheek. You can slap it because you said so on Twitter. And it was just the same old thing. This proves that sometimes when you meet your fans in real life, they are going to back off and they're not going to do what they say on the internet. Prime example, Carl Anderson. After that, the Good Sisters walked off. And who was standing tall in that ring without breaking a sweat? The Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga and Tangaloa. We'll see what happens in the upcoming months. Tama has promised us that it's going to be a lot of fun stuff happening in this whole Bullet Club versus the Super Elite, whatever we want to call it. And I'm going to be here to review it all and talk about it all. It's going to be fun. And you guys are going to be in for some massive treats. I don't know anything else, but I can guarantee you that it's going to be one hell of a ride. And it's definitely a great time to be a wrestling fan. 
And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this podcast episode with the surprising return of Will Ospreay medically clear to wrestle. So I am ecstatic and I just want to see his story unfold and see where it goes. And then also having a surprise appearance of the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa confronting the Good Sisters and Carl Anderson walking away like a bitch. Didn't even slap Tama. Yo, if Tama gives you his cheek, make sure you fucking slap in next time because the guns are going to be out firing squad is coming back and your asses are getting back up bullet club doesn't miss with their shots and you guys know for damn sure that marie shadows the storyteller is team bullet club and team firing squad so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the audio podcast on any podcast platform that you get your podcast on. It will be great if you can definitely favor this on anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. And if you're a fan of Spotify or Apple podcasts, make sure to leave a review to let people know how the show is. And also spread it by word of mouth. Tell a friend. Let them know that Marie Shadows is here to really break down professional wrestling. Whether that's all elite wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, maybe some Ring of Honor, maybe some WWE sometimes. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But all in all, I talk about professional wrestling because that is my super passion. If you want to continue the conversation of professional wrestling with me further on the internet, all you have to do is follow me at Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. And if you want to take it a step further, I have a Patreon where all of these podcast episodes, video podcast episodes, vlog episodes for when I go on my indie journey along the East Coast, you can create these wrestling memories with me. And a lot more is going to be installed, especially adding some fitness videos, some behind the scenes photos, some photos in general, and just regular Patreon stuff. That's right. I have a Patreon, guys. Go support the Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash Marie Shadows so we can all make wrestling memories together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.